What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast right here on Georgia Radio. Well, here we are. You've joined us once again, and we appreciate it here on GeorgiaRadio.com. And you're listening to me, Wade, with Matt Jolly from the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio Show, brought to you by Meek Brothers Cattle Company. Is there something you want to tell us? Uh, about what? Well, I mean, I'm just, just asking. I mean, is Wade Peebles really your name? No, I'm actually a Norwegian minister. <laughs> You're Austin <And>, Brinch. <laughs> and I also have a line of microwave popcorn. So, <laughs> I yeah. love that it says here that he is a part-time minister in Norway who enjoys playing the piano, especially ragtime. And he lo- God loves ragtime. <laughs> he looks just... He and you know, in, just in like this you. song, I can't even play the piano. I've got a Steinway sitting right there. I can't play one note on it. But I mean, look at being that. that I, being <laughs> look that at I'm that a, when I'm a Norwegian minister over there in Norway, in Norwegia, or wherever that is, yeah. I, I'm a piano player. Play Sweet Georgia Brown. Oh, yeah. God, it's ragtime. That's right. Mm-hmm. He sure he does. does. He does. That and Sacred Harp. Well, mm-hmm. it's if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Faye and Brock uh, came af- across this picture. Uh, that looks a lot like Wade Peebles. Uh, we should. I wonder if we could have Austin Brench on the show. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Or the popcorn guy. Reach out to him. Yeah. But then when I mention the popcorn, there's also a brand of microwave popcorn that everybody thinks I look like the guy on there. So I feel sorry for these people. <laughs> I feel sorry for the popcorn guy. And and I know uh, I feel sorry for the Norwegian minister who the part time Norwegian minister who plays yeah, ragtime piano. Yeah, part time Norwegian minister ragtime player. So. Yeah. Did you ever see? You know, most people didn't were not aware of ragtime and like Scott Joplin music until the uh, uh, movie. Uh, oh, the Sting. The Sting. And then what was the, there was another uh, movie. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it had it. It made uh, again uh, ragtime music popular. Hmm. It I, was, uh, I remember in college we had to read the book and write a report on it, but I don't remember what the it movie. was. Yeah, the other movie. Well, it's good music. Uh, I I enjoy it and uh, good old ragtime uh-huh. piano. You do. You have a a Steinway uh, upright grand in your yeah. in your sitting room. Yes, right. Your right front parlor. Are- it holds TV up. <laughs> it holds the TV up. So I was over there visiting with Wade the other day, and I noticed that he has this new piano that uh, Sister Connie gave him. And I said, wow, Wade, what a beautiful Steinway. Do you do you play? No. Have I ever shown you my banjo? Well, yeah. Do you, do you play, though? No. So <laughs> at one time, I told Matt, uh, I told the other day, I said, uh, at one time, I had a piano. Um, I had uh, trombone, saxophone, all vintage instruments, yeah. fiddles, uh, uh, 
four-string and five-string banjos, guitars. I had flutes and clarinets. I had just about every vintage instrument there was, but I couldn't play any of them. <laughs> but nary co- bit. Wade Peebles, <laughs> collector of fine instruments. Yeah, I could have equipped a band, but I couldn't play any of it. Well, yeah. My I, sister I, makes up for it. She's, she she's does. good. She's and she's the reason you have a Steinway, not just a uh, a run of the mill spin it, but a Steinway. The, right. The, the she had a Cadillac. I think it was the 1880s uh, Steinway Grand when she lived in Kansas City, but she sold it. Uh, that it was a beautiful piano. She sold it because she didn't want to have to haul it back to yeah. Georgia, or whatever. And so uh, she's had some beautiful pianos. And I, I tell you what, uh, she amazes me when she sits down to play uh, how how beautiful the music she produces is i would agree good stuff well that's steinway in your in your uh front parlor there yeah uh-huh. it's very nice very in the nice front room the mm. front room speaking of you know, front Matt, rooms go ahead yes go no, ahead speaking of front room. rooms we want to invite everybody to the front room uh there at uh at new beginnings in christ on march the 11th right 11th. yes and i you know it's it's going to be here before you know it and i should be talking more about it and we hadn't I, I need to start this week remind everybody because that's just a few uh basically like a, a, a just over a month away and uh, so it's going to be a good time if you're not if we it's a gap there our annual gathering and this year combined with my 15th sobriety and a uh, birthday anniversary, whatever you want to call it, will be celebrated that day too there at New Begins in Christ. We're going to have good food, fellowship, good music. We're going to have a great time. And uh, I hope you can come. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be uh, fun. Down there at New Beginnings in Christ. Gonna, it's is... going to be a fundraiser for New Beginnings in Christ. and Everybody's giving to And I, I want to uh, mention something else, uh, Matt. Uh, Chris Adams, our friend Chris, who's a great young man and does so much. He, he's just committed his life to just goodness and, and learning and educating about our culture, our history here in Georgia. And uh, he's immersed himself in it in a way that very few ha- ha- can or would. And uh, he was an accident. He went with a friend of his the other day to uh, rescue an orphan lamb, and they had an accident, and he lost his pickup. So I asked uh, if our members could help out, and I haven't mentioned you know on here, but the response has been a beautiful thing. It um, mm. I, I've sent him, I forwarded the checks last week, put got some more together today from the post office, and we'll be forwarding those to him in a few days, and I'm sure some more will come in. I just want to thank everybody for being kind to Chris. Your money's well spent. Um, and I just want to say God bless y'all and thank you on Chris's behalf. And Chris will be thanking y'all too when when uh, when he when he gets a chance. Well, and, and that's that you you hit the nail on the head there. That guy is just uh, it'll make him like Chris Adams. No, no, he's a phenomenal uh, young man, and and he just uh, he he blows me away uh, with his uh, <laughs> the things he knows and the things he does, and his eagerness yeah. to earn yeah. i mean my goodness i thought you he, said he bugs you away and i thought <laughs> not the it blows you away yeah yeah no yeah it blows <laughs> me away it, it does it just it's boggled mind-boggling at the task he takes on because yeah, he loves our culture and he loves his state and his history and the people and the, the folk ways and uh that's that's what he's committed to, to keeping old livestock and varieties of plants and things yeah. alive the old ways of doing things the old customs the way to speak dress all the things that, that have um, fallen by the wayside for the most part he's he's uh keeping them alive 
That's right. Um, and so uh, what you were going to say to add on to this is that, Chris, if you're listening tonight, uh, this money cannot be spent on a gasoline or diesel-powered vehicle. It's, it's all be, for horse and buggy. Buggy. It's got to yeah. be a mule. Yeah, yeah got to be a mule and a mule wagon. And wagon. <laughs> Here we go. Or a, yoke, a yoke of oxen, maybe. That's right. Well, <laughs> listen, we joke, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if he showed up to the gathering on one. It would not. It would not surprise me. It would not. Um, I was poking now, around the dirt mall the other night, by the way, and I saw a picture, a framed picture of the goat man. You were where? I was at the dirt mall, you know, the junk What's store. The, oh, I never heard of mall. Yeah, the dirt mall. I was at the dirt mall, and I saw a picture, a framed picture of the goat Did man. Did you buy it? No, I didn't buy it. Didn't have a pri- well, it didn't have a price tag on it, so I assumed it was just sort of, you know, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know the goat man pretty well? I didn't know him well. I I saw him several times and was a kid. We, when he would be coming by our house out there, we lived on Highway 80 out of Swainsboro then, and saw him I think three or four times. And he would come by just about every year, and uh, word would get there ahead of time, and uh, and we would know the goat man was coming. And uh, Daddy would always he didn't really. Uh, when he's stopping in front of the house, so he would take us Why when he was, was about two miles up the road, he would drive us down there to see the goat man. And we would take him Coca-Colas and snacks and things for his goats and stuff. And, and he was always so kind and took up time with us. And then when he, when he got to our house, he about, all right, y'all stay inside till he gets by. Now don't, don't, don't run out there and stop him. Cause daddy just didn't like coming. And he sure didn't want people, you know, a pile of people stopping there. So yeah, yeah it's funny. You take him. You take the goats. I just those little things. That my, dad, <laughs> my daddy was. He made his own rules in life, and that was one. Note, don't have the goat man over at your house. Just stop him. Take the kids up the road to see him. <laughs> like the ice cream man back in the yeah, day. See, you know? He would. Daddy was smart. He had ways. He. Daddy How would he find out that he, the goat man was coming? But he wouldn't take. Wait till he went by, and then take us. You know, like when he was a couple of miles further mm. on, because we would be too antsy to stay in and not go out there when he came by but if we had just been up the road you know a few hours before visiting with him we could just stand on the porch or look out the window and watch him go by and like you know it was kind of anti-climax then but yeah yeah the goat man uh he was a unique individual he had if you've ever read his history he was from i can't remember if it was one of the midwestern states and he he got married young to a, he was he was a knife thrower's assistant. Married his the woman that threw knives at the carnival, you know, and mm. they eventually uh, he traded her. So he wasn't like what you're saying is he wasn't a dentist, no, or no. like a, a profession. This is a guy that that was was married into the circus. Yeah, he married a knife thrower and went to New York. I think I forget exactly how the story goes, but then yeah. he traded he he traded his wife for. Farm, I think. Then he got tired mm. of, and yeah, he traded his wife for the guy for a farm, and then he had a son. He kept the boy, and then uh, he didn't like. He couldn't make a go of it farming, so uh, he hit the road with a goat with a wagon pulled by goats, and uh, that was the end of that. That, and he did that for like sixty years or more. Did he ever? I wonder if he ever reunited with his wife. No, uh, he lived. He had a place up there uh, on Highway eighty above up around Jefferson, somewhere up there. Yeah. And a little shack by the road, a little piece of land, and and that's where he would stay. Uh, and when he wasn't on the road, he didn't. He, he, you know, when the weather was nice, he'd be on the road. But as he got older, then he, uh, 
in his old, he was in a nursing home and he struck out one last time in his old days to see, I think it was Farrah Fawcett going to Hollywood. He done fell in love with her to marry him. And, and, um, he got beat up or something and robbed on the way. And that was his last attempt. At... Wow. Well, there you go. The goat man story. The goat man. Yeah. The goat yeah. man. I love yeah, the goat they, man. They, I, I, First found out about the goat man, you know, after moving to Georgia. Nobody knows about the goat man. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he went to uh, uh, all the contiguous states, uh, so he was well known about many people in many places. But no, he didn't get a lot of national media attention. But yeah, he was yeah, a traveling uh, preacher, Charles yes, Chess yes. McCartney. Yeah, Chess McCartney. He he yeah. always gave out religious tracts and asked you if you were saved, and he was just a he was a kind man and uh, very eccentric, of course, or he wouldn't have been a goat man. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't say anything in here about him trading his wife for a farm. But uh, he did. He traded her. I believe he yeah. traded her for a farm. I think that's right. Wow. He wasn't a hard worker. That's that's <laughs> he, that's why he stayed on the road doing what he did. He didn't like working for a living. I think a tree fell on him when he was young, and they gave him up for dead, took him to a funeral home. He woke up. And left, <laughs> got up and wow. left the funeral home. But he had a very colorful life, and and uh, was an amazing character. He really was. It says here in nineteen eighty five. By the way, this is it. It says uh, uh, his final journey. He set out to meet Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild, not Fairfield. Yeah. There you go. Uh, who he wanted to marry, and en route to California, he was mugged and hospitalized, and came back for good in nineteen eighty seven. That's right. And lived in a, a nursing home in Macon, uh, where he died yeah. at the age of 97. Wow. In nineteen ninety. Yeah, there was a long time. People would mention the goat man. They said, well, he'd been dead. No, he's still alive. He, he, uh, he'd be, like I say, lived to be 97. So, yeah, he was around a long time. Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, let's jump over to another topic here. Uh you know, sometimes on Georgia folk and farm life, I like to have a little poke, a little fun, a jerk chain. Some of you may not know that, but <laughs> that was a joke. And I posted a while ago, just having fun. I posted, a, I found a picture of a, almost a burnt steak covered in ketchup. And I said, it amazes me at the number of people who think it is somehow wrong to put ketchup on a very well done steak. If you spend an hour or more baking a top dollar steak, why not put the crowning touch on it? Some good store brand ketchup. <laughs> that I was me being facetious, but so do you know how many people get riled up and oh. do not realize I'm being oh, yeah. humorous? And I, and I hope, I hope them meats boys realize it because I sure <laughs> I don't want to alienate our sponsor. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're too. So I, I, I really shouldn't. Uh, what, I have you have they already have they already piled on on there? It's oh, yeah, there's already twenty four comments already. Oh yeah, yeah, or more than me. Well, let's take I'll a break it. and then we let's come back. Come back. I'll read a few of those comments. Stirring up the pudding. Here we go. Georgia Radio, good company and great country. Hi, this is Wade Peebles from Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio. I'm here to tell you about Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. And you don't have to worry about supply chain issues or where your beef comes from. Do what I do and call Meeks Brothers Cattle Company today. You can get a whole 
half, a quarter, any amount of beef you want. Good quality beef. Vacuum packed. Lasts up to three years in your freezer. It's grass-fed, grain-finished, made to order. Visit Meeks Brothers Cattle Company on Facebook today and tell them Brother Wade sent you. And that's Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. Thank you. I know you can hear me, and so can your customers. Lots of people don't take kids seriously. Well, listen up. Advertising on Georgia Radio is seriously easy and affordable. Visit georgiaradio.com slash advertise, or better yet, call the station. So let's talk. Your customers are listening, and so is my mom. Hi, Mom. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Well, we made it to the break, and we're back with you. This is Wade Peoples with Matt Jolly here on Georgia Radio with the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio Show. Matt, where'd our new spot go? I thought we yeah we we gotta we gotta get that one on. I don't know yeah, where it went. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't I, have something to. happened. Something Conway might have ate it. Conway might eat it. Hey, give them the website. It's uh, it, we've got it here. I'm gonna pull that up because uh, you can now buy uh, directly off the Meeks Brothers website. Which I think is pretty great. Meeks Brothers well, Cattle Company on Facebook. If you want the best, they got it. And they'll 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 work with you on uh, you know yeah. uh, getting M- it to you. Here it is: mbcbeef.com. So like Meeks Brothers, MB. Cattle. That's Mike Bravo Charlie. Yeah. Mike Bravo Charlie. MBC and you know several beef. people around Cot just said they ain't them Meeks boys' name. They ain't Mike and Charlie. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're just full of little full of stirring air, tonight. Stirring the pilot, pot. Little airplane pilot. Yeah. Lingo hey, there. by the way, today there was a uh, my buddy Ray flew over the top of our of our house uh, in the barn out there at the farm. He flew over in a P fifty one Mustang today. Wow. Oh yeah. That would I, be nice. I sent him a picture and he said, "Can't sneak up on anybody anymore." Man, that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a great aircraft. It's not his, but it's a yeah, it's a nice airplane. So beautiful airplane. So he's an airplane thief. He's he is uh, he is. If if Ray can get it started, Ray's going to fly. <laughs> you know there was a case remember, a few years ago where that young guy didn't know how to fly a plane, but he stole a plane. Yeah. Man. Oh they yeah. Don't, you remember that? Oh they yeah. Don't. The barefoot uh, yeah. bandit or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, barefoot bandit. I got to share something before you share this story about before you read this uh, this doodad. I was talking to Doc Holt today, my uh, my gunsmith. I can't hit anything with a gun, but I like to have them in good working order, you know, anyway. So Doc Holt came over and he was looking at uh, some old stuff uh, that I was showing him. And he, he looks right at me today and he goes, you know, uh, Matt, when somebody dies, uh, they don't know. They don't know all of the pain is felt by those around them. And I kind of nodded my head and he goes, it's the same way being stupid. And then he just picks the gun up and keeps looking at it. 
I thought, well, if that's was not he, like a... And, and was he, this, it was an inference about you or what? I didn't ask. You, no, you just I wondered. didn't want to ask, but I thought, that is a, if there was ever a Wade Peebles-ism, that's that, you know? Yeah. Nobody, like yeah. <laughs> Death and being stupid. But you see, when people like me, we say things like that. It makes perfect sense to yeah, us. Yeah, it made perfect All sense but, to him, too. And that's why we look bewildered when people have that, uh, you know, that <laughs> dazed stare in their right. eyes. Like, right. Uh, yeah. All right, read, read some of the comments, because you were stirring right. the pot tonight. Yeah, let's see if I... Uh, yeah, it's already 43 on there. 40? There were just 24 a few minutes ago. Yeah, I know. It was, it's going... All right. It's taken off. Put, it's taken off. Got reading glasses on. Yeah. Let's see. Mm. Oh, bear with me here. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh, Dean Bennett says, very well done. You might as well chew on your boot. Yeah. Ketchup. <laughs> Joe Princeton says, it's never wrong to put ketchup on a well done bake for an hour steak. It's mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't wait hurting a thing. Yeah. yeah. If you, Glenn Walsh says, if you're cooking it to shoe done, uh, Ketchup makes sense. Right. I, uh-huh. It, it kind of looks like mom's old meatloaf, you know, yeah. with the ketchup on the top of it. But it's laying on its side. Yeah. Right. Mm. Roger like March, Marchant says, it's just wrong to cook a well-done steak. Just put shoe polish on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well-done so, steak. Huh? I like a little crisp on the top, but I don't like it all the way through. That, when you said Chris, and, and the state makes me think of Roots Chris uh, Steakhouses. Have you ever been to one? Oh, yeah. I have been. I never have. But uh, I, yeah, been a friend one. a friend of mine and his wife and two kids, they <laughs> they went to a Roots Chris. I don't remember where, but, uh, you know. And the guy, the guy traded his wife and the kids for the steak. Is that what <laughs> you can tell me now? That's, that's where yeah, this but. is going. I know it's the whole show. <clears throat> <laughs> so, no, he told his his son was uh, he was just a big big you know, mm. maybe grade or something like that. But mm. he was in that stage where they only eat you know chicken finger or yeah. chicken tenders, you know. Right. And most most boys that these days go through that stage. And so he told them the whole family, you know, I, I don't mind paying whatever it costs. We're here to have a good meal. Just order whatever you want. He everybody ordered steak, but the the but the boy. He um, asked the waiters, said, do you have chicken fingers? And uh, <laughs> I think they were like, <laughs> so he ordered chicken fingers, and they were like 40-something dollars. <laughs> yeah, for chicken <laughs> fingers know. at yeah. Ruth's Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there. Uh, I think about places that uh, my daddy didn't mind spending money within reason on food. or He loved to eat out. Mm. And But I remember the Dillard house. <laughs> the Dillard <laughs> it, house. At Dillard House up in Clayton, and it's a very nice restaurant. Been there a long time. It's kind of a iconic institution up there. But Daddy and he had my youngest stepbrother Jared with him one time, and they went up there and to the mountains, and they stopped they at Dillard House. And <laughs> my Daddy could not get over the prices there. He just <laughs> <laughs> he just it boggled his mind. To anybody that there's enough people ate there and paid those prices mm. to been in business that long, you know, and they're still in business probably. Oh yeah, they still are. Wow. Yeah. What's the I've, most I've, expensive meal you've ever eaten out? Uh, probably the, at the Spanish Steps mm. at the uh, 
uh, I think it was a Sahara Hotel in Las Vegas. It's, it's, it's not there now, but they, they at the up at the top of the tower, there was uh, they had two restaurants that basically uh, they had a big space in between them, but they shared a kitchen and staff. And there was only, I think, about four tables in each mm-hmm. one. And there was about a dozen people working, you know, mm-hmm. waiting on you. And I remember, you know, the guy standing, we're <laughs> rural Georgia people don't, we, we don't, <laughs> we don't uh, uh, take well to sometimes to people waiting on us. And, you know, so they had, we had water and wine glasses and water and all this. And there was a guy standing over right by over my behind me over my shoulder with a white towel over his arm and a pitcher of ice water in the other hand. And every time we'd take a sip of water, he'd refill your glass. And I'm like, <laughs> I was raised right. I hate to keep this guy working. So I would say I wanted something to drink, but I wouldn't drink because I hate to keep bothering him, you know. But he was getting well paid, believe me. Oh, I'm sure when he we, was. When we left and paid the bill, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I should have let. I should have worked him a little harder. Yeah. I should have kept all much busier than we did. But he, he it was, was a great meal, well paid. If you go to a place and they got four small tables and about fifteen or twenty people working there, yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to cost you. That, but it was yes. very good. I, I remember I had a, uh, was a paella, and uh, it was it was very good. But I'm just, you know, I'll go to KFC and be happy. The brown bag is uh, yeah. But we, well, we used to eat well. We used to go to Las Vegas a lot, and uh, I t- Tony Bellamy, you know, Tony was been a lifelong friend of mine. We were out there one time, and uh, Tony didn't know it, but at the time he had uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He was 18 years old. And he hadn't been diagnosed yet, and he had been losing weight, and he was just kind of feeling puny because he had cancer and didn't know it. And we went to the, uh, uh, I can't remember which, just a wonderful buffet. I mean, it was just row upon row of, of mm. steam tables. Mm. And it was, you know, there'd be like Italian in this area, seafood, German, different. And they had so much food, it was amazing. And Tony, I just pile it on. I'm a fat boy. I'm having a good time just piling on my plate. And Tony just picks like a, a spoonful of, uh, baked beans and puts on his plate, and he has to go sit down. I'm like, I said, Tony, that's all you're getting. I was outraged, you know. And, and I said, that all you're getting? I said, you can eat pork and beans when you get home. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, Tony did not appreciate me yeah. reprimanding him in front of a, you know a bunch of people like that. But we laughed about it later. Then he found out, of course, that he had cancer, and, and uh, he he took chemo, and and uh, that was. Uh, Probably uh, 50, 50 years ago, or yeah. not 40, 45 years ago. So, have you been back to the buffet to let him make up for it yet? Uh, I, yeah, I did. Yeah, good, good for you. But you came. Well, you know, we would. I, I mentioned this this week. I would go with my neighbors there uh, on vacations. We'd go to Las Vegas in February for a week, and then Daytona uh, a week in the summer. And we uh, we did eat. A, at a lot of nice places, but as soon as we got back, uh, our, my friend there, his dad would make a huge pot of vegetable soup because we were starved for just some good old plain country cooking. Yeah, country, cooking. and we, we could eat about ten gallons of that soup in a day. So yeah. when we got back, so it, you know, rich food and rich uh, fine dining uh, is nice, 
but I'd rather just sit down to a good feed somewhere, you know, at a seafood buffet or local place. That, <laughs> good, yeah. good slop trough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the, uh, we got to eat at the brown bag again. That was fun. Well, yeah. Pushy Cat might not be there, but. No, it's a little cold for Pushy Cat, but we need to go back and and sit down and yeah, they meal good, one, good food. If those that don't know, is the Brown Bag Cafe is a small little takeout place there in Twin City, and they really do have some good food. Well, and, we're and good our, folks. Our batting average is pretty good still. I, I did notice that one restaurant, the the place we ate at in in Twin City the other day, burned. It looks like yeah, yeah, it had yeah a fire. See, the Brown Bag is in in Twin City too, and mm-hmm. but yeah, lose barbecue, and that was sad. It's a local institution, a log truck driver who I know had a load of logs loaded too high. And when he came through uh, Twin City, it caught a power line, broke the pole down, and the lines fell on loose barbecue and, and set burned, it up. burned it up. Jeez. Yeah. Hand of God kind of stuff mm-hmm. there. Yep. Well. What, I want to mention that my voice, the reason we didn't do the uh, show the last couple of weeks, is my most of you might realize my voice is getting very weak and I'm hoarse. And that's why we do it. But I wasn't about to miss another night. And uh, so even though I sound uh, gravely voiced and I don't have the volume I usually have, uh, I sure am glad to be on here with y'all. Well, we're just glad to have you, Brother Wade. It's almost time to go anyway. You want to tell them about Meeks Brothers Cattle Company again. You can uh, go online to MBC, MBC Beef, Meeks Brothers Cattle, and uh, get some of that uh, that delicious Meeks Brothers Cattle right there, the beef. It's good it is. They, well, they, they just they, they raise their own beef, and, and they pamper them and take care of them. And uh, it turns out some the finest beef you could ask for. It is. Premium local beef right there. You can call Thomas, Joshua, or Matthew. Uh, M-B-C, and then the word beef, M-B-C beef. And uh, get you some of that good old Meeks Brothers cattle company beef. Don't come no be- it don't come no better. Conway even likes it. He's, been a, he's converted. <laughs> yeah, he is. He has converted. <laughs> is he going to be there at the uh, at, at the... Gathering. gathering, yeah, I don't know how much time he'll spend. He gets nervous around crowds. You remember the last time when he brought him to the sanctuary? Uh, yeah, he peed. You know, he made a so. deposit, made an yes, offering. He, yes, he did. Well, that's okay. He he's not a baby anymore. He's he full is. grown. Uh, he's a baby. He's full grown. I hate to break he's it to always you. Always gonna be a baby. He's like that little, you know, six foot five dumpling of a kid that Grandma still thinks is a baby. <laughs> Conway is a baby and will always be a baby. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. That is a that is a full grown dog now, Wade Peebles, but he is cute. He'll be there. We'll have a yeah, good time. he'll be there. Here I am it's picking on fun, Conway yeah. in your moment of need with yeah. your gravelly voice. If y'all want to give Wade a call, you can call him at his other job. one nine hundred Big Wade. <laughs> yeah. It gets you right on there. There you go. I, I'll give you a Norwegian scripture to ponder. <laughs> Good night, Wade. Good night. Thank y'all for joining us tonight. (laughs) We'll see you next time. (laughs) Georgia Radio. Good company and great country.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.